CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes. Welcome to W5. For months, people in New Brunswick have been fearing the worst, a mystery brain disease centered in their province. But this week we've learned that the cases may be explainable. In a W5 investigation, Todd Battis reveals the missteps and the failures of the healthcare system. For those living in New Brunswick, finally some answers about what's been reported as a mystery neurological illness tied to the environment. We owe it to New Brunswickers to let them know that they live in a safe province. We know that there is no behavioral, environmental or food exposures that are putting New Brunswickers at risk. After nearly five months of silence, New Brunswick's Health Minister Dorothy Shepard tries to quell fears but admits gaps in communication. What we have identified throughout this process is that we have gaps. She raises questions about the syndrome that dozens have been told they have. I also believe public health had significant reason to question the validity of an unknown neurological illness. For those patients and their families, it's heartbreaking. It felt like that's it, There's, there is no neurological syndrome. I feel so disillusioned because it feels that every time that we seem to be getting somewhere with this government, we, we're not. It's possible that can you reach that order? Carol Clark isn't the same woman she was two years ago. At 75, she has muscle tremors and trouble with balance. Once an avid painter, she can't imagine holding a paintbrush now or creating art like this. I didn't realize I was losing the muscles, muscle atrophy. It got to the point that I wouldn't get on the scales and uh, it ended up I lost 42 pounds. She's living with what doctors have called an unknown neurological syndrome, one that she and her family thinks she contracted while living in Moncton, New Brunswick between 2018 and 2020. It's no, I'm neurologically damaged. I, I really felt at first it may have been ALS or Parkinson's. Um, there's no cure because they don't know what it is yet. Because we are a unique group. And I think we've got to voice our opinions. We need help. Carol now lives in Kingston, Ontario, to be closer to her daughter. The neurologist who diagnosed her syndrome is Dr. Alier Marrero in Moncton. Carol recently made a trip back for an update. You had the opportunity to see the doctor this afternoon. How are you feeling about it? Joy, joyous to see him. As far as I'm concerned, he's really my neurologist. And as he said, he'll always be my neurologist. I feel very comfortable because he knows about this syndrome. In 2015, Dr. Marrero first reported a patient with an unknown condition. Then he started logging more patients with unexplained symptoms over the next few years. Discomfort, pain, numbness, they, they sometimes feel like insects crawling and they become very anxious. And there's some personality changes, sometimes irritable. Almost every patient has a sleep disorder. Initial testing was done to determine if these symptoms pointed to a rare, fatal degenerative brain condition known as Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, caused by proteins called prions that change shape within the brain. By March of 2021, 
A leaked New Brunswick government memo called on doctors to look out for it. Referrals came to Dr. Marrero, and most were from Moncton in the northeastern part of the province. I don't think by any means that we're actually seeing all the numbers that are real, really out there. I think we're actually underestimating the fact, the, the cases. And how many have you seen? How many patients have been referred to you? In the clinic, we're following over 100 cases, maybe another 50 or so waiting. Officially, there are 48 cases in the cluster. Nine have died. All of them tested negative for CJD and known forms of human prion diseases. Dr. Marrero is still considering environmental factors or an entirely new prion. Something in the environment linked to those communities or our community here in Moncton too is causing this. The idea is this is neurotoxin or some type of prion-like protein that is evolving in that way, is showing that pattern. In the world where we are seeing pandemics, is that prions might be the next pandemics. Neurotoxins might be the next pandemic. The idea that this mystery syndrome came from something sinister lurking in the water has a lot of people in this region living in fear. It's kind of scary now with the, the water and everything, yes. With all this pollution and whatever's going on. Concern, I hope they figure it out. Uh, concern for myself, I guess. It's definitely something that should be looked at, I think, for sure. Steve Ellis isn't sure how his father, Roger, got sick, but his dad spent his whole life living and working in Bathurst, New Brunswick. Steve lives about six hours away in Bridgewater, Nova Scotia. He told me about his father when I met him back in May. A very vibrant personality, um, loved to make jokes, practical jokes, uh, but he also had a really good heart. Two years ago, in May of 2019, Steve watched his mom and dad dance at their 40th wedding anniversary party. Four weeks after that party, his father, then 61, collapsed. There was no signs prior to the weekend he collapsed and he had a seizure at home the following day. So he went to the hospital, had multiple more uh, focal seizures in the hospital, and within two to three weeks, he had descended into so many symptoms that the uh, doctors felt he had CJD. Roger tested negative for CJD and other tests didn't yield answers either. Seeing the frustration in doctors and neurologists and nurses' eyes throughout that entire time was unbelievable and it, it felt like we were living in a nightmare. What's my name? Steve's still living in that nightmare. His dad Roger went into a care home in June of 2020 and at times doesn't even recognize Steve. He just went downhill so fast at the beginning, you know, the first three to four months, it was just nothing but rapid decline. And it puzzled the doctors, it puzzled the neurologists, it puzzled our family. We spoke five months ago. Your father wasn't uh, in the group at that point. What's his status now? So not long after we met, he was confirmed as being in the cluster. Everything else that could be diagnosed was ruled out. Steve is now an advocate for his dad and other families tied to the mystery cluster. He started this virtual support group. Why did you start the Facebook group? I wanted to find the other families that were dealing with what we were dealing with. I wanted to find that support. Bonnie Votour lives in Moncton. 
She joins Steve's group and talks to him often. Her mom, Sylvia, was in Marrero's group. She died this May at the age of 77. Tell me a bit about her. She sounds like quite a woman. Full of life, full of laughter, loved her grandkids, would do anything for her grandkids. She was very family-oriented. She's very athletic, loved playing sports, played uh, baseball. Uh, when she was younger, she did a lot of stock car racing, <laughs> a lot of crazy things. <laughs> Take me back to when it all, it all started. It all started about, I'd say, maybe six months before Christmas of last year. We just noticed some little things we thought, with her memory, we thought maybe it was a little bit of dementia or Alzheimer's starting to, to kick in. She was referred to uh, a neurologist and they, they ran some tests, CAT scans and MRIs, and they thought she may have uh, Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. So they uh, did a spinal tap, sent it to Ottawa to be tested, come back, wasn't Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. So they did some more testing and her neurologist, Dr. Marrero, said she was, it was a confirmed case of this neurological mystery disease. And what did you think when you heard that term? It was scary. <laughs> I had no idea. There was no cure for it at the time. How was Dr. Marrero to, to work with, and how was he oh, with Dr. your mother? Dr. Marrero was, you couldn't ask for better. Bedside manners, very, very friendly, just super. You couldn't ask for a better neurologist. Bonnie's mom, Sylvia, declined rapidly. She showed first symptoms in July of 2020, by January, she needed care, and within a month, Sylvia was no longer responding. She couldn't talk, couldn't walk, couldn't eat. She passed away one day before Mother's Day. Bonnie wrote her mom's obituary for the local paper, but wasn't able to say what caused her death. We were told by Dr. Marrero, don't put in the obituary what she died from, just died, at the Moncton died peacefully at the Moncton Hospital. He didn't want that neurological disease no, mentioned? he did not want that neurological disease mentioned at all. Did he tell you why? He just said she's a confirmed case, but for now, until her autopsy results come back, just put died of natural causes. And that kind of really puzzled me and my brother too. She and her family have not been able to scatter her mom's ashes and say a final goodbye. And have you had a chance to see the autopsy results? Nope, he was, they, Dr. Murrow said they would be in within three to four months, and it's been now over five and a half months, and no signs of the autopsy reports. I have not heard from Dr. Marrero since maybe a week after Mum passed away. Sylvia's brain was sent to the University of Ottawa. Dr. Gerard Jansen is the neuropathologist who investigated eight of those who died that were in the cluster. He spoke exclusively to W5 about his findings. We look at tissues from the brain and from muscle and peripheral nerve, spinal cord. I have done about two and a half thousand, three thousand autopsies. Can you give us a, a rundown of the type of findings or the findings that you've you know, that you detected? Yeah, five have what we call a a a, a dementia. Then we have a patient who has a brain tumor. We have a patient who has vascular dementia. And then there is a patient who has a, a different disease in the sense that there is, are no pathological abnormalities to that disease. Do you think this is a mystery illness that has never been seen before? 
No. I believe that, you know, the truth has to come out. Coming up. We should have more information by now. Families left in the dark as loved ones suffer. So many people live in fear in New Brunswick. When W5 continues. Gabrielle Cormier can barely stand on her skates today. A stark contrast to 2018 when she was doing spins and jumps as a figure skater. The reason we went to the rink again was because I was afraid that I was gonna die. At age 20, Cormier is one of the youngest patients in the cluster living with the unknown neurological syndrome in New Brunswick. I can't read which is a shame because I love to read. She's now at home with her family in Dalhousie, the northern edge of New Brunswick. Her mom, dad, and stepmom are desperate to help her. Right now, it, it's been tough, though, because there's not a lot of information. And so for those of us that are living this day to day, with no information coming out, um, it can be really hard because you can feel alone. Cormier is a patient of neurologist Dr. Alier Marrero. I thought that by now we would be doing more. And I, I maybe it's just out of my crying of my heart for these patients. Do more in, can you explain? Testing. And in, in the brains and also in the environment. Cormier was screened for a fatal degenerative brain condition known as Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. So were dozens of others referred to Dr. Marrero between 2017 and 2021. They all tested negative, but still had unexplained neurological symptoms. The media started taking notice. Doctors in New Brunswick tonight are mystified by a neurological disease with a growing case count. By June 2021, the government responded to increased pressure. Health Minister Dorothy Shepard announced a new oversight committee for the mystery neurological syndrome. Dr. Marrero was not included at the briefing. This investigation is larger than a single, single neurologist. I want to assure you that we will keep all lines of communication open. And when there is more information to share, the Department of Health and Public Health will eagerly share it with New Brunswickers. You're not working with the committee in any... I'm not being asked to. Obviously, I, if I was, I would, I would be collaborating in any way I can. Dr. Edward Hendricks, a physician with over 25 years' experience, was named co-chair of that committee. Everything is on the table. We're going to look at every possibilities. Perhaps at some point, we'll realize, well, all these diseases, when you look more in-depth uh, to, to them, are related to something which is already currently known. At that briefing, a reporter asked about the autopsies of those who had already died from the mystery disease. But can you tell us what did investigators see in those autopsy? For now, we don't have the, uh, the answer to that. We don't have the result of the autopsy. And if there's something shown with the result that we think it's re related to something, it's going to be shared with the public at that time. Have you been able to see the results of the autopsies that were performed on those who have passed away? I have seen some results, I, and I would not like to comment on them. Yeah. But the problem is that, that uh, they are, were reviewing their autopsies, so I don't know exactly what is happening. 
So there's further work to be done yes. on those on yes. those sprains, on yes. those samples. And, and that is my gut feeling as a scientist and as a physician, that we will find something. Dr. Gerard Jansen is the neuropathologist who investigated the brains of the deceased and wrote the reports. So when would you have first alerted them to your findings? Well, that went as the cases came, right? So the first case was mid-2020, and then as patients passed away and the testing was being done and completed, then reports went out. Where did your reports go? Uh, the reports went to the CJD surveillance, to the doctors involved in the care of this patient, these patients. The reports should be available to the families through these doctors. And further, the reports also have been asked by the Committee of Oversight and by Public Health New Brunswick. Jansen found no mystery in the neuropathologies, all normal brain diseases. He sent this email to Oversight Committee co-chair Dr. Edward Hendricks on August 18th. What is found in these cases does not point to a prion disease or CJD. It is also not a novel disease. Then on August 31st, Dr. Jansen presented these findings to the nine-person committee via video. For two months, nothing was said. An emotional summer for Bonnie Votor, whose mom died in May. Her brain was investigated by Dr. Jansen. You've told me in the past that something's troubling you about all of this. Yeah, I, there's just something in the back of my mind. I just feel there, I don't know if something's being covered up or it's just, I don't know, there's just something that just, just doesn't add up. Jansen's findings hadn't been shared with Bonnie or with other patients or families tied to the cluster. The strength of our field is truth-telling. Therefore, I think it is important that this comes forward because so many people live in fear in New Brunswick. And, and that is actually our work, is to give a diagnosis with as much certainty as we can and to also say what is not there if we don't find something. And this, this will be difficult for them, no doubt. I'm not saying that people do not suffer or there is no disease. Absolutely not. These people, all these eight people, had a disease. It is just that misclassifying them as having a new mysterious disease was not right. Of course, I cannot say anything about the other people in a cluster. I haven't examined them. Jansen shared his results for his peers to review in early October. It was only then that New Brunswick's health minister updated the public, promising more investigation into the illnesses and what might be causing them. The clock has not stopped on our work. The Oversight Committee has committed to completing its work as expeditiously as possible, and I look forward to receiving it and sharing it with the families and the public in the early new year. So is this a, still an unknown neurological syndrome? It, it, it's a potential unknown neurological syndrome, and we need for our specialists to tell us if we're dealing with an unknown or if they have alternative diagnosis. Okay, everybody, thank you very much for taking the time. I know we wanted to hear from the patients and families we had met and reached out to them in a video call just after the briefing. I'd like to start off by getting your reaction to what you heard at the news conference today from Fredericton. I've only got one word, and it's discouraged. 
the fact that they're making us wait until early next year for them to finish their work is inexcusable. We spoke with the neuropathologist who did the brain investigations, and he shared that in August with the oversight committee. They had this information since August, and they're only now speaking about it because it got published on a website and media got their hands on it. I would have enjoyed hearing a few hypotheses today. Like, yes, some people might have this, some people might have this, but, but there's none of that. There's like, there's no plan going forward except let's continue what we're doing. And that's very, very, like, I'm very frustrated about that. But the meeting today was quite, it was, it was discouraging. Uh, Marilyn, I couldn't help but notice that this is, <laughs> you're, you're, you're emotional. I'm just tired. It's just a lot. We all, all have a voice. And we have to do what we can to get it out there about this syndrome. We have to keep on. Maybe soon, Bonnie can lay her mom to rest and find peace. Where would you like to spread your mother's ashes? At a ball field. <laughs> she loved ball. Yeah, I think she'd be quite happy. I mean, mom's gone, she's not coming back. <laughs> but for the other family members that do have loved ones that are going through this, find, find a cure for it. Minister Shepard says the oversight committee set up by the province is supposed to present its report early in 2022. Dr. Marrero is not a part of that committee. You've been listening to CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes.